Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode two of the Survivor Calgary All-Stars Fire and Ice Recap Podcast. Krish, how are you doing? Good. How are you? Pretty good. Um, how did you How did you like that episode? It had me on the edge of my seat. It, it flew by. <laughs> it, it was great. Nice. Nice. Uh, let's just get right into the recap here. We do have uh, Willow joining us all the way from UK later on today, and Cole will also be joining after that vote. Um, but... Uh, we we initially see the um, the impact that the vote has on the other tribe, actually, which is mostly for Cam and Taylor, uh, considering they probably had the the largest relationship with Kristen going into the game. Um, what did you What did you think of this early Phoenix one? We can get into the the, the more alliance based stuff uh, after the challenge because that was happening more towards that part of the thing. What do you, what did you feel about uh, how people are seeing the Kristen boot and the, the body language analysis and everything? I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, I think half the group is pretty, pretty happy that they don't have to deal with Kristen, but then um, like Cam and Taylor, they, it definitely showed that they were a little, little bummed that, that she was out, but she might come back. Who knows? Mm-hmm. The other thing we saw is that Cam apparently wants to start a showmance with Shervin on the other side, who he's never played with before. <laughs> what do you think of, of Cam's gameplay right now over on the Phoenix Drive? <laughs> I mean, Shervin's a pretty good-looking dude. Can't really fault Cam. Let's start off there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Gameplay-wise, I think he's doing a pretty good job. Um, seems like he's talking to everyone, especially Sydney. We'll get to that a little bit later, um, mm -hmm. I'm sure. But um, seems like it's a little hectic, like always. But he's out there to win, I think. Yeah, there was that one strategic conversation that uh, Cam had with Sydney before the challenge actually started um, about Sid's talk with Malone and Craig. Yeah, um, and uh, how they pulled out the phones for filming right after after she left. <laughs> <right>? Yeah, <laughs> no, that probably not the most sly move, uh, <laughs> and it definitely reinforces my thought that Sydney's here to to blow that um, season three five up. Yeah, uh, I I have a feeling that that five isn't isn't too long for for the game. Uh, but after that, we go over to the Yeti tribe who are recovering after the uh, Kristen vote. Most of them seem to be together about it. They might have been a little bit worse for wear from just going to tribal council, but most of them seem to be fairly okay with the whole thing and how it happened by the end of it. Um, of course, we didn't see a conversation from the person who probably was the least happy with the vote, which was the person who voted for uh, or with Kristen, which was Willow. Um, we only saw her her confessional towards the end of it. What did you think of um, how they were sort of talking about like uh, like putting a lockbox thing from Cole's cooler on everything before the challenge? I I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> it it was pretty clever, but I think now that everyone on the Yeti tribe has seen the number thirty four, it might be a little bit harder to to make that like to fool people. Yeah. And then towards the end of it, we see that Willow found something. Oh, I 
I was convinced the whole episode. <laughs> I was convinced. I was screaming at my you. TV at Tribal Council. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> and going going straight from that into the challenge itself, uh, it was the Robert Thompson Memorial Relay. For those who are unaware, in season one, uh, Robert was a player who had a lot of problems with knots. Uh, there was two challenges where he had to untie a knot, and both of the times he was by far the last one to finish untying the knot. So we felt like we had to have some kind of uh, homage to him on this episode. Uh, and so that's what we did. Uh, we had Kristen tie one of the tribe's knots for extra cups. She chose to do it for the Yeti tribe, um, which ended up being the decider really for this challenge. Um, what did you think of general performances across the board? Overall, it was like pretty even. Uh, the only issue was Kristen said, not today. <laughs> Something to note, too, is both duos in that in that puzzle-solving uh, aspect of the challenge did it faster than production was necessarily expecting. Um, in our testing and stuff, we were expecting a 20 to 30-minute solve. Um, by the, the overall solve time, I think for for Craig and, and Cam was probably about 15 minutes, which leaves like Cole and Robin probably having like 10 to 12 minutes on the clock by the time the challenge ended. Um, probably more like 12, um, which is damn impressive from both duos. I would not want to keep them around too long to have to face in any puzzles. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what did you think of the puzzle and the challenge overall? Like, what do you think was the the difficulty in in getting that done? I honestly, sitting at home, I thought the puzzle would take me like half an hour, forty five minutes, just watching it. Um, I'm shocked that it took them fifteen minutes. That yeah, that's actually unbelievable. It also shocked me how fast they finished the beanbag toss after watching seasons two and three, where. <laughs> There was always one tribe that failed the beanbag toss. <laughs> this time they, they got so done, 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 done. And three different people for each tribe. That's like yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, generally, I think like we're we're sort of seeing that there aren't really any slouches on these on these tribes for challenges so far. No challenge performance is not something that you can really base your votes off of, which makes the voting so much more tricky. Which let's let's before we get to that vote, let's quickly go over to the the Phoenix uh, strategy. It seems like Timothy is having a hard time. Yeah, I think once they go to tribal council, it's going to be between Tim and Malone. Mm. Um, and you think you think Malone is falling into that that number two slot that seemed to be bringing up in that conversation towards the end of the Phoenix portion? Yeah, and. I, I think that Sydney is really wanting to get Malone out. And I don't think she trusts that five at all. So I could see her moving over with um, Cam, Jackson, and Tim and potentially swinging someone else to vote Malone out. I feel like there's there's some aspect where everybody thinks that Timothy has an idol at this point too, just based off of his insane performance in season one finding things. And whether he does or not, we don't really know quite, quite yet. Uh, I've, I've heard that the survivor editors like hiding things. Um, <laughs> but uh, it seems like the players are convinced that there's an, there's an idol around, which means that they do have to find a number two. We saw the kind of panic that uh, 
theoretical idol can hold on a vote in in this tribal council in Yetis. Uh, which let's get over to that tribal council that Yeti had. What were your initial thoughts on that uh, that panic? It it was chaos, and I loved it. <laughs> it. It came out just at the right time. <laughs> time to go to tribal. Cole scrambling, talking to Willow last minute, trying to talk to other people. It was it was good television. Yeah, and Willow had the advantage of having a burlap sack with blue blue tape on it, which is usually the sign of some kind of advantage on that colored tribe so uh we know now that it was the uh the lockbox combination number for for the yeti tribe yeah um or at least one of them uh but uh not quite an idol um what did you think of the the actual scramble um what did you think of robin's positioning as sort of the backup for a lot of people or sean's positioning as sort of the backup for people uh yeah i mean it sounds like sean was the backup for some people but robin was also the backup for someone because she also got a vote yeah i'm really interested as to who cast that vote i have a suspicion that it might be sean i believe um, it was sean i could be wrong okay that that would make sense in case um willow did have an idol that way he was protecting himself um yeah. but i think that eric and sherwin are both in very good positions on the tribe um, they have the two four two alliances of four with Eric and Sean, and then with Cole and Robin. Um, and the overlaid core four, where they're the two in the middle. I was I was sort of hoping that Willow had the idol and was sticking around just to throw a little spanner in that, um, have a little more chaos. But next next tribal council, if if uh, Yeti does end up in the in the losing position again, Eric and Sherwin are going to have to make a decision, which will be interesting. If, if you are Eric or Sherwin in that situation, who, which, which of the two do you pick? I think I would pick Cole and Robin because to go with I, or to vote against to, to go with, because once the merge hits, those are two bigger targets. Whereas if they take uh, Sean and Evan, um, once the merge hits, um, Sean and Evan aren't going to be the ones that they're the other side is targeting. Still keeping the sort of threats versus non-threats from uh, thought going from yeah. And then we got the tribal council. Unfortunately, Willow did not hit the shot in the dark, and the idol was not real. Um, yeah. Any any final thoughts on the thing before we bring in Willow and Cole for questions? Nah, it's just like both Megan and I were, were yelling at the TV. It, the, the tension was real. <laughs> okay, well, let's bring them in here. Uh, Willow and Cole, welcome welcome to the pod. Hi. Uh, any initial uh, things you want to say? I'll let, I'll let Willow go first. Oh, I was going to let Cole go first because I'm joking. <laughs> nothing else. But... Um, uh just that i'm you know very i'm heartbroken and i'm not over it and um you've made an enemy for life cool <laughs> we we had a moment in that episode where cole is holding the the chair over his head as he's telling willow who has now showed him the supposed idol i'm gonna flip this i'm gonna flip this cole did you intend to flip this no 
And um, Willow, did you believe Cole intended to flip this? Not for a second. Not even for a second. <laughs> I think not we both knew that neither of us believed the other person. Um, and we're just like playing, feigning at it that, oh, we can trust each other kind of, I guess. Um, but no, at that point, at that point, I knew that she didn't trust me. And at that point, I knew that her idol wasn't real after she had like pulled it out of the bag and it looked very flat. Um, I think if it were a real idol... Or if she had told me, like, hey, I actually have a number for the lockbox. If you keep me around, maybe we can work together and I can tell you what it is. Um, I would have maybe tried something because I knew that Willow was, like, decently close to me compared to the rest of the tribe. But um, if Willow's lying to me and I already have this easy vote in place, then it made sense for me to vote her out. Willow, do you think that there could have been things that you did differently in this travel council? Or do you think by this point you had already been put in a in a rough situation from the Kristen vote um i think there was no getting out of it to be honest i think i didn't realize when i was initially put on the tribe how on the outs i was you know because i i really like people and i like to believe that people are are good ignorantly maybe um but i I didn't realize, you know, like, and my initial gameplay, I was like, oh, I think people are going to be like rearing to go, ready to go. But I didn't realize that that was so literal and people already were like, and we're together, and we're together, and we're together. I was like, I'm going to get to know people and it's going to be great. I'm going to have a good camping weekend. When we, when we go to tribal council two times right off the bat, there is a time to get to know people, unfortunately. Yeah. That's true. But I just, I didn't realize like how on the outside of the game that I already was. So I don't think that because I I didn't have any initial alliances. There are people that I definitely could have if we had stuck around, if we hadn't been put in the position to be going up to tribal that I maybe could have gotten to know and built relationships with. But at that point, um, even if I hadn't voted for um, Kristen, which is really what I think they were using as like an excuse, because I am good at the game, like, and I'm good at puzzles and I'm smart. And that's shown in my previous season and um, everything, but yeah, I, I don't think there was anything, even if I'd voted for Sean with everyone else, I still think they would have been like, oh, well, she was on the knot and that took the longest. So we got to pick someone because at that point, so early in the game, you don't really have things to pin. So you're reaching it, grabbing for straws, trying to be like, OK, well, I'm friends with this person. The lines, blah, 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 blah. this person's on the outs, get them out. Yeah, this is a group that's been together for an hour, approximately in total at this point, uh, maybe an hour and 20 minutes or 30 minutes. So, yeah. It felt like days, but yeah. <laughs> Chris, do you have anything to ask here? I'll have a question next week. I'm okay. Really <laughs> well, I have one. I have one more question for for Willow here uh, before we ask for some sort of final thoughts. Um, the actual challenge itself, those knots, we sort of got an idea just from seeing them. Can you describe how much more challenging those knots were than the ones that the Edge Esquire made for, for the <laughs> Phoenix tribe? Um, oh my gosh. It was like trying to, I'm trying to think of a good way to put this, the best analogy I can put this in. But it's almost as if you were putting things away in a cupboard and every time you turned around, the cup was back. It was like, I'm putting this, I've just put the last cup in the cupboard. Where did that cup come from? I've just put the last cup in the cup. Where did that cup come and again and again and again? I just undid this notch. The, no, there's another knot. Wait, I thought I just undid this one. And it was just sitting there like again and again and again. And I'm really good with knots, thankfully. Like 
I still think, honestly, I ate it up. No one can come for me on that one. I don't think anyone on my tribe would have been able to do better at that. I think um, it was just so much pressure. And I think what made it worse is not only do you have a camera on you, but you have all my teammates staring at me, waiting, waiting to go to the next thing. I can see out of the corner of my eye, you know, Malone when he finished. And I'm just trying to focus. But again, it was just another knot, another knot, another knot. <laughs> And yeah, it was, it was terrifying. It was very infuriating. <laughs> In a similar sort of way where I think you felt like um, by the time you got to that tribal council period, you were probably already dead. Um, I think by the time Kristen finished tying our knots, we were probably already dead in that challenge. I think yeah. uh, we had a pretty large obstacle to overcome uh, compared to the other tribe in terms of, in terms of just like where, where that balance was. Uh, Cole, a final question for you as well. Uh, what was your awareness of Eric and Shervin's other core four? Uh, I think point? I, I think I had like an idea that like Sean and Evan were tighter with them, but I don't think I realized that it was like a core four. In my mind, like I think going back like to these last two votes, there was like part of me that was like, yeah, I'm closer with Kristen and Willow than these other people would be, so keeping them around would be beneficial for me, but. For me, the priority was was less trying to make sure I was in the middle of all of these alliances in the pre-merge and more just pissing off as few people as possible so that if I do get swapped with someone, they're not immediately angry with me. So for instance, if we had voted out Sean here instead of Willow, Evan's pissed if we go into a swap together was kind of my reasoning. Um, so that's ultimately what, what, what kind of made the decision easier or made the decision for me. But... Um, I think I was aware, like, it's obviously very clear that Sean and Evan are a duo, and clearly they feel like they have some standing in the game, and I know it's not with me. So I had an idea that they were closer with with Eric and Shervin than they were with, with me or Robin, for sure, especially after the vote on Robin. Uh, Willow, Cole, any any final thoughts before we, we let you go off here? Mm, you know, I'm still glad I went camping. I think the hardest part was I got out and I was like, I could literally be at the Barbie movie right now. <laughs> I consider driving off site and just being like, you know what? Actually, there's still time. I can go. It's only like an hour and a half drive. You could go, come back. <laughs> Barbie, Barbie times, cinemas near me, Wiper Cinema. Um, but it was still, it was still really fun. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed wearing pink and playing Barbie. Um, I don't know if you put it in there. I, in the first episode, I noticed the, about my dream and my predictions, which are mm -hmm. right, intuition, godly. Um, but it was funny in my dream because the last thing that happened was me going up against Malone. And then I went up against Malone and I was like, yeah. and it was like, that was the last thing that happened. So probably that was a sign that that was going to be the end for me anyway. <laughs> that's when my dream ended. So I should have seen it coming, really. I think but, I had a mental note to try and put that in episode two, but I forgot to tell Keegan about it. Mm. Yeah. yeah, but it was it was the other thing in in the video that I did like predict that was the third one was that I went up against Malone in my dream and then it happened and I was like I was like this is this is meant to happen. So um I will be making predictions for when I watch the next season of Survivor <laughs> based on my dreams and I will be listing them and writing them all down and making predictions beforehand for when it, we see each of those episodes stream. But I want to thank you guys again for putting 
all your love and energy and time into hosting, you know, Survivor. It's such a wonderful experience and I feel so lucky that I get to be a part of it and um, that I got to be a part of it. And um, I'm just really grateful. And you know that I've got all the bitches up in the UK streaming it as much as I can. <laughs> so we're going worldwide, baby. Thank you, Willow. And, and it's the players that really make it what it is. Um, and so the feeling is mutual. It's so wonderful having you up there. As well. And a personal thank you, because Keegan and Cole, just for the record on this podcast, did come and see the Barbie movie with me after, <laughs> after Survivor. So we have seen the Barbie movie. We were Chris, pink. have you seen the Barbie movie? We actually just watched it last night for like the third time. So. <laughs> nice. Oh, for the third time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, we, we, I we was wondering if Willow spurred. Okay, I need to watch the Barbie movie. Yeah. We caught up. <laughs> it, it spurred watching it again. <laughs> Very nice. Cole, any final thoughts? I want to take this 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 opportunity to clear up and apologize for my vote against Willow, where it said this Barbie's on the edge. It was not meant to be like harsh or or like like a call out or anything. I was just trying to be fun. I thought you'd laugh at it, but unfortunately, yeah. She was missing the Barbie movie. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. I just want to say that. I think it's because I was trying everything. Like, obviously, you saw me scrambling, just trying, like, my head not screwed on straight, faking idols and everything, just trying to reach. I was, like, trying so hard, you know, take the shot in the dark. I did everything I could to try and stay in the game. So clearly, I wanted to be there. Clearly, I wanted to keep playing. And I think it was just that final, like, little, like, obviously, good TV. I'm here for it. I'm here for the plot. But when you're the victim of the plot, <laughs> that is when it kind of it was just like that last little. And I think in the moment, but I do, although we're enemies for life, I do forgive you. And you, you know, it's fine. But also. Enemies for life. Yeah. Enemies for life. Thank you. Well, we'll be cheering you on from for the edge uh, to make it back into the game, Willow. Uh, thank you both, especially you, Willow, for joining in all the way in from the UK on a awful time zone. Happy, uh, was it 3.30 in the morning? <laughs> but yeah, happy 3.30 in the morning, folks. <laughs> thank you so much for joining. Uh, and we'll, we'll get to our player of the episode and uh, finish, off the, finish off the night. Thanks again. Bye. Krish, we have a final thing to do, which is our player of the episode. I can give you a short list if you would like, or you can, or you can come up with one on your own. Uh, which would you prefer? Let's do a short list today. Okay. I think the short list is either on the Phoenix tribe. I think you could argue either Cam or Sid. Mm -hmm. uh, Cam, who was in a position where he was in that initial group of three that went off into the forest, has now seemingly found a way back into some kind of uh, social graces with at least um, Sid and Taylor, and looks like he might be able to get uh, Craig and uh, Justine on his side. Uh, Sid, because she seems like she might be able to get her, um, I guess, agenda pushed of getting Malone out instead of possibly Timothy. Um, over on the Yeti tribe, I would argue it has to be either one of Eric or Shervin. Um, the equalizer could be that Shervin had that conversation with Cole about um Sid although it seems like he's playing less of an active role in the Sean and Evan grouping yeah so I gave Eric player of the episode last week so I'm not going to double up yet there's okay. too many 
too many players that are doing too much to to throw it all in one basket, I think, right now. Got to spread the love. Um, and I think we're going to go to Phoenix this week. And because I think that Sid's um, scenes stuck with me because from that tribe, all I can think about is that she's going to blow up that uh, like season three, five. So I think that I would give her a player of the episode. So Sid wins player of the episode. Congratulations, Sid. We're getting one of one of each tribe now. We'll see. We'll see how that shakes up going forward. Uh, any predictions going for for next episode? We saw a, a preview of everyone at Tribal Council as the challenge is starting. Yeah. Um, who knows? But <laughs> we're hoping for a Yeti win. Let's go, Yeti. <laughs> <laughs> go, Yeti. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see what goes down when Phoenix actually does go to Tribal. Oh no, it'll be super exciting. Plus, like at this point, cheering for Yeti, and if they don't win the challenge, it'll be a fun ride. <laughs> <laughs> we'll either we'll either watch them we'll either watch them flame out or uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm, tr- I'm trying to figure out a nice analogy and I can't figure out one. Freeze. Right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just freeze out there. <laughs> Well, thank you for joining me today, Krish. We will be there uh, next week at the same regular time. We were a little bit later this week. Uh, should be around 7, 7.15. Uh, again, next week, 7.15 Mountain Time. Uh, see you, everybody. See ya.